lost in wonder, lost in love, for you chose the cross. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for your patience. Communion took a little bit longer than we'd expected, but uh, here we are. Uh, so, very warm welcome to everyone. Um, I'd just like to, we're, what we're going to do in this service is we're not going to take the same theme and carry it into this service. We'll, we'll think of something different, and that's, that's largely what we did last week. Who was here last week? Yeah, a few. You were, didn't you? Um, and of course, we had a word from Tabitha, which was wonderful. And so I just want to take that idea and expand it a little bit um, by going back to the original verses in Matthew, and then we'll see where it goes. So I'm just going a few verses before. Oh, I left my glasses on again. Anyway, um, so verse, uh, we're in chapter 7 of Matthew, verse 13. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So we're told that the, the route to the kingdom of God is a narrow one, and there's very many ways we can go the opposite direction. It goes on to talk about true and false prophets. And then in verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that, Lord, uh, on that day, Lord, Lord, did you, we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. So there's a narrow path to get into the kingdom and just saying that we believe in Jesus is not enough. And then we get the passage that was shared with us last week. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. You're all singing the song in your head now, aren't you? Yep. Um, yet it did not uh, fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears the words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority, not like the teachers of the law. So this authoritative teaching is you're either wise or you're a fool. There's nothing in between. Wisdom or foolery. And we find this in the wisdom writings. In Psalm 14.1, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are all senseless and foolish. They are taught by worthless wooden idols, Jeremiah 10. And the wise woman builds her house but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down, Proverbs 14.1. So the gospel is about either being wise or being foolish. And what we were told last week, if you don't read your Bible and you don't pray, you're foolish. From a six-year-old. Bless her and thank you. So I wanted to think a little bit about this idea about being wise and foolish. I'm going to take us to Galatians 2. 
For through the law I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. It's not about me, it's all about him. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. He's talking to Jewish Christians who thought if you tick the box of the law, then you were saved. Do you know what the start of chapter 3 of Galatians is? Three very important words. You foolish Galatians! Paul says. Who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? He's saying you're foolish unless you read your Bible you pray, you say, come Holy Spirit, and you live for God. Don't believe anything else. Don't have any other framework for your life than those things, because that is foolish, and it will take you off the narrow path and away from the kingdom. You need to be wise and go down that narrow path, which is Jesus Christ himself, as revealed in Scripture, and that personal relationship we have with him through prayer, through presence, and through the the Holy Spirit. Don't trust in the law or anything else. With me so far? Are you feeling wise or foolish at this moment? And so the last bit here says, building faith and the humble home group. The humble home group. A wise decision, I wrote here. Now we have house groups, home groups, whatever you want to call them. Um, and frankly in this church and in all churches many house groups are struggling because of all the things that have been happening over the last couple of years so I'd like this to be start of a campaign to encourage people to gather this is my one reference to the 1030 we were talking about gathering in, in the big assembly there I'd like to encourage everyone into gathering whatever form that takes in a house group, a group, a fellowship group, whatever you want to call it. Um, And a house group or a a home group, which is where people meet in their homes during the week, normally not on a Sunday, to do various things, can come under four main categories or four main things that a house group might do. The first one is a home. It is a place to meet with other Christians for fellowship and friendship and accountability. It's, it's that we're social animals. We need to be with other people. So that's the first thing, is the, is the fellowship. The second one is hospital. This is where we can, in a safe space with friends and brothers and sisters, we can share our difficulties, our struggles, and we can receive prayer. The third thing is school. That is a place to read the Bible, and to receive from the word. Why do we look at the Bible when we gather? Well, it's not just to gain knowledge. It is for transformation. The word of God transforms us and transforms our lives and transforms our groups. And so, and, and one of the things that happens when under time pressure 
is we do the fellowship bit. We might do a bit of praying because we've shared a bit of our lives and the Bible bit gets squeezed out. Or we think this is Bible and we don't do any of the fellowship and we don't do any of the praying, we just look at the Bible. And it's actually about getting that balance right. And it's been so difficult for the last two years. And I think it would be great for every single individual and for the whole of the church, the heart of the church, if we can reinvigorate those groups and encourage the groups that are meeting and maybe form some new ones. And the last one, and nobody ever gets it, is barracks being a place you go out from, and that is in mission. I'd love to get to that point when you, where groups felt that they were so strengthened by one another that we can go out and we can make more Christians or we can serve the poor or whatever it is that we're going to do. So that's what I'd like to share with you today is this idea that we've been told that we either have a wise choice to make or we're fools and nobody wants to be a fool. And the wise choice is to be fed by the word of God, to pray to our Father through, through the Son in the power of the Holy Spirit and to be transformed by his word. Are we up for that? Look out for your invitation to join a group if you're not in one at the moment. If you've been in a group and for whatever reason you haven't been able to go, I'm going to invite you to form a new one. Because they're so important to the heartbeat of a, of a healthy church and a growing church. Now, however that gets organised, and I'm hopeful that this COVID thing will not keep coming back to us and closing us down so that there's more and more that we can do. But I'd like to encourage everyone to be part of that movement within Christchurch. Let's be wise and let's be wise together. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the way in which you place your word on the hearts of the fearless and the fearless share that word with us. And I truly believe that that's what we saw last week and I pray that we can build on that. Lord, this isn't about feeling guilty about what we haven't done. This is about feeling hopeful about what the future holds. And I pray, come Holy Spirit, that all those who are here, anybody watching at home, that those you are calling together will hear that call. Come, Holy Spirit. Give us a heart to meet. Give us a heart to grow. Give us a heart to learn. Give us a heart of hope and give us a heart to be to find and to be on that narrow path with your son. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill your people today. Set hearts on fire for you and hearts on fire for one another.
refresh and renew the body of Christ here that is Christ Church. All for your glory and all for our good and our blessing. Come Holy Spirit. And one final thought which is about that monster called the house group leader. We not just in Christchurch, in many churches, create this impossible role of teacher, pastor, host, organiser, general dog's body to the world. And nobody wants to do it. Come Holy Spirit, give us new models, refresh our minds and our approach to this idea of gathering, that we come as brothers and sisters, as family, to support one another. All for your glory and all for our strengthening and our building up. That we will be your foot soldiers, your hands, your feet in this place. That whatever comes out of this, they will be homes, they will be hospitals, they will be schools, and they will be barracks from which we go out in mission build your kingdom here. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Could I leave that thought with you? Keep praying as the band lead us in our remaining worship.